1: The BHP podcast is presented by BowhunterPlanet.com.
2: Join the hunt.
3: Support for this podcast is provided by Cold Steel Knives, HHA Sports, Grind Life Coffee, Skull Hooker, Scott Archery, and Burris Optics.
1: Hey everyone, this is Tim from Planet. Make sure you check out the new podcast, Respect the Game, wherever you find your podcasts.
2: Let's mount up!
3: Welcome to the bowhunterplanet.com podcast. Myself, Dave Thomas, tonight, along with...
1: Tim Mazaretta.
3: James, no boom. Nope.
1: Can Who you hear this me? James. This guy? James. Can, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Who are First you? Thing off? Who
3: is this guy? I don't know.
1: I think we need to mute him.
3: <laughs> Maybe we should just mute no boom. I don't know. He comes in here with a Western Michigan shirt on, as usual. Ah, oh, puke. <laughs> I don't even... champion. What is happening Where right champions now? are built. Champions. Uh, and then we got Mr. Todd Snater on from hey, Time. How are you?
0: Good, good. Good to be back, man. It's uh, it's coming out of a busy beginning of the year. It's uh, nice to get a little, at least a little downtime in the office, off the road for a little bit.
3: Yeah, I'm sure. How many shows have you guys been to now? It's probably been a lot. Um, yeah,
0: we we've done uh, for trade shows at the big ATA. I know the guys, a lot of the sales guys, have been hitting up Harrisburg an ABA show. They've been hitting it hard. Me on the shooting staff side, got back from Vegas. Uh, that was a big one for us. Uh, we have a good crew that run the rest of the shooting events for us. I'll be headed off to Redding here on the, on the West Coast here in May. But nice. uh, my travel slowed down a little bit now, which is nice. So. Good.
3: That's great. So uh, let's talk. Let's, like, let's take a step back since we haven't talked to you in a while. Let's sure. take it back to um, ATA show. So, tell us how that went. what you guys you know felt worked didn't work maybe just some you know some ideas on on that part of it.
0: it was great. It was great. This is the was a big debut for Deadlock For us on our hunting bows, so that was huge because uh, consumers were asking for it. I think they kind of knew it was coming based on the reckoning last year. Kind of the crossover bow, but for us, the show was great. Um, the show was a little different pace this year. I know they did a little, little, uh, change on who could come in in the first day. So, uh, normally we were able to meet with you guys, the media guys in the show, yep. um, on the first day, but I think, uh, they, they did something where they weren't going to let, you know, all the media in the first day. So <laughs> from why a I didn't marketing go. standpoint, <laughs> it kind of changed up our pace a little bit. Right, so, yeah, right. I You know,
3: the, the thing about that for me was that if I... I didn't go this year because of a, a back issue that I still kind of have, which is weird, but um, I...
1: It's it, not It suspicious. always I, seems to flare up when we have a lot of It seriously do. hurts. <laughs> like, I, you know
3: when it, it mostly flares
2: up when he's got drag a dragon deer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a smart time, <laughs> yeah. it to flare up. I
3: don't know what you guys are talking about. I, I was strategic, but... So anyway, the, the guys went, uh, so these two guys went, and um, they t- had to sit out in the in the lobby thing the first day. So really, it was kind of a waste of time for them, because they didn't really do a lot, and you would have had to come out to them to do it, you know? But right. as the show went on, I noticed, the, I noticed media groups on the floor were different bow companies. So... I was like, well, if I would have known that, I would have called you and said, give me a pass and we'll come sit at the booth and work with you directly that day and do only stuff with you that day and do live feeds and all the fun stuff we did a few years ago. And so that's why I was a little disappointed by that. But, you know, Mm -hmm. they talked to Matt and they kind of worked all that out, that that'll be worked out next year, the bugs and stuff like that, because I don't think they realized that was going to happen either, where they're going to get a couple companies that were pulled in by both companies to say, hey, I want you to help me with this and do this, you know. Um, yeah,
0: and it, it affected us on our celebrity side too because they weren't letting celebrities in as well um, without, unless they were had a, a company logo like ours. Yeah. So if they were with their own, like Jim Shockey Hunting Adventure, for example, if Jim was there for Jim Shockey Hunting Adventures, they weren't getting into the second day. So it <laughs> messed up crazy. some of our lives up. but. Granted, the people we had on the first day, we went ahead and had to get them those passes yeah. to get them yeah.
3: yeah, Yeah, and that's the thing. And I, I thought that, you know, it's like it, my whole thing, though, is like when you're a company and, and, and I get the whole sales part of it. I, I would never say that, you know, mm-hmm. I think it makes sense. I get you have to sell bows. I get that's the business. But my concern would be that when you are trying to launch something, there's that is crazy that media would not be there to help capture right. the launch of that. Right. This is we're talking. We're talking. These are the co- these are the people like ourselves, and other co- groups that are are they're helping sell bows. We're helping mm-hmm. by getting it out to the mass. We have to build that that um that want that need has to be built. It's not something that's just yep. there. It's got to be pushed. And when 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 people are sitting at their desk at work and they're watching BHP Live and they're watching the coverage of the show, they want to see that and be like, "Wow, mm-hmm. that's awesome!" I mean. Yeah, not not there, there, was an, there
1: was an there's all usually an energy to the first day. Oh, a lot. Right? Of energy. A rush to see and like Yeah, big it launches, the vibe. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: The Botech history. Yeah. Of you guys the ATA, have had some of the biggest launches that's ever. That's what I'm then. saying. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, we
1: have a lot. in the
0: past and you know, it, the industry's changed and, you know, we're just as guilty as most, pull, you know, everybody. We all launch in November. Right. Um, you know, try to try to get the, the buying season for the hunting bows. Uh, we've had some pretty good su- success launching there. So, and we've still launched things through over, not necessarily our flagships. but we've yeah. launched other products at the show, like we did this year. Some the Carbon Icon and a bunch of new colors. We can we'll talk about that and uh, here shortly. And then Eva Shockey and some new colors. So things like that. We we've done you know, but uh, not not in a while. We haven't watched anything of the show in a while.
1: No, but I think that's yeah. smart though because I'm you build you build up a following so that you know mm-hmm. kind of what people are looking for when they come into the ATA show. Their dealers do and you do. So I think yeah. it, it creates more of a, a mutual respect for for what products you're putting. Out.
0: Yeah, sure. So we drove a Harley in one year for pieces. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> <crazy. laughs>
3: uh, so we we talk, let's go over the lineup. I guess let's start yeah, with the Revolt. Yeah. I'll let you take us through uh where you guys are with that bow the options it comes in and then maybe we we definitely need to talk about the new camo oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah
0: i mean we've got some great stuff so the deadlock i mean that was huge we talked about that a little bit is came out on the reckoning last year um, kind of a 3d crossover bow because of the 35 inch axle to axle but everybody wanted that that tunability the the be able to trust the tunability of, of deadlock on the hunting bow Something little, little couple of options, a shorter axle to axle, some of the mid range, um, because they they saw what was going on last year. Paige Pierce, our, our one of our top pros, if not the top pro, won a ton of stuff last year with the Reckoning. They had to have it on a hunting bow. And yeah, I know a lot of people saw it coming. You know, it, it was only logical we did that. Um, but the response has been phenomenal out of the right. gate and it's kind of a toss-up i think right now we're trying to we're talking the other day about what's been more popular the revolt or the revolt x i mean i think it's swinging towards the revolt x um it's got that little bit little more speed to it a little longer axle axle with that 33 inch range but uh you know, you, you can't uh you can't forget about the revolt as well, but the deadlock itself is what's been huge for us. It's it, people are learning about it in the, in the market. They're playing around with it. They're going into the dealers. And it's great for dealers that tune so fast because consumers are used to going into the shops and spending, even you taking your whole lunch break or just spending the whole evening there to get their bows tuned. dealers are turning these guys out in and out four shops through paper and they're done and out the door.
1: Yeah. Great. So wa- walk us through what deadlock actually is.
0: Yep. So deadlock. you know, in the past with the overdrive binary cam system, which was the split harness, so you were able to fine-tune your string path. So you'd set up your arrow rest on center and then shoot it through paper, and then at that point you walk your tear out by fine-tuning that string position because, you know, you guys can hold a bow differently than I do. You put it in your hands, you shoot a bullet hole, I'll shoot it, I'll tear left or right just because I induced a little more torque in it. So with that, with overdrive, you're able to do that, but you've got to put it in a press, you've got to walk back and forth, can't necessarily do it on the range, and that's where, and it can move, so string, I mean, well, the same thing with with overdrive, it's synthetic strings and cables, and it can move, you know, it reacts over time, heat, cold, hot, cold, moisture, deadlock system eliminates the split bus system where you can unlock the cams, shift that left and right, so you still get that fine tunability on it. But when you get that tuned, you can lock it down, and it's not going to move like cables over time. So that consumers can trust that once they tune at the beginning of the season, they can trust it all. And that's why we say tune it, lock it, trust it. It's the only cam system that locks it in accuracy. Because it's true, it's just not marketing hype. It locks it in, so consumers can trust, trust it later. It's not going to move on.
3: So... So basically, without this, like shops and and um, consumers before would literally mm-hmm. almost take apart the cam to add yep. in add in washers to push spacers. left and right and spacers. Yeah. And so, if you can imagine, if you're doing a couple turns compared to well having to put it press to, to do that too? take apart yeah. something. Yeah. And so Ridiculous. the the time that uh, that you would spend is completely changed now in this technology. It's pretty and, and
0: that's why I said dealers love it because they'll get a get a, a shooter set up. Arrow rest on center, nice and level. Walk out to the range of their paper tuner, shoot it through paper, make the adjustment, shoot it through paper, and they're done. Like Mike Straff, one of our TV personalities, you guys know who Mike is. He tuned his Revolt X in four shots after he sent it to
1: him. He he was astonished. That's awesome.
3: What a bow. Let's talk about the the other technologies on the bow, because I know you guys added that system across that system now, right? We did,
0: yeah. So it's got the full deadlock technology in it, so it has the – the, the flux guard, which is the deadlock cable containment, um, which is another piece that really ties in with the cams because it, it uh, reduces the torque um, or the lateral roll. and the, Those of you that are super techie, you know, when you draw the bow, it, when the cables load up, it, it prohibits that riser from rolling in your hands. Um, and another big one is the locking limb pocket. So it's dual locking. So the limbs lock into the pocket. And the pocket can lock down to the riser so you don't get shifting around from shot to shot, which is huge. And it really ties in. That's why we call that deadlock pocket, because it locks down um, all tied in. And then we've got our our CP riser that we've had forever in that. Um, So it's really a, a system. The heart of it is the deadlock cams, but it's really a, a system of really three features that work together to to really lock in your accuracy at that point.
1: Yeah, and it's it's about consistency, right? I mean, it's really what it you is. guys are driving for is the same shot every time.
0: Yep. Awesome. And you see, I mean, pro. I go back to pro shooters all the time. Is normally they're tearing apart their pockets, shimming things, not just necessarily cams, but they're shimming their pockets, shimming their limbs to eliminate that shifting. With this system, it locks in and it's not going to move in the
3: pockets engineered well
1: yeah no for sure i mean the technology on these bows is above par for anything that that's out there on the market so hence I mean, the name
3: cool. bow tech right there you <laughs> go and
1: yeah. that's
4: you know you guys are talking
0: about colors so it's been a big thing for us this year is the introduction of a broad broad range of colors on those flagships as well as our Target series. We just launched this at the ATA show, matter of fact, our boat customizer, and the response has been huge on it. It's super easy to use. Consumers can go on there, can pick their favorite color. I mean, they still can go to, you know, again, they're going to go to their dealer to, to order that, and they can order the conventional colors, but that gives them the ability to mix and match their limbs with their risers. So you could do Cryptic Altitude Riser with OD Green Limbs, you can do customized grip colors, your orbit colors, and then the neat thing is it's real interactive. It shows you what the bow is going to look like, and then you just print it out and take it to your dealer and say, hey, Mr. Dealer or Mrs. Dealer, order this for me, and it's it's super uh, super easy for them. Oh, cool. It's uh, We were kind of watching the, the website analytics today, and it's crazy how many people are consistently on that, on that bow customizer, and
3: it's fun to play with. Yeah, this, I'm on it now. <laughs> I am too, actually. Yeah. That's why I didn't say anything. We're quiet because we're playing with it now. This is. And weird. we actually
0: we just launched a couple of cool sweepstakes. Uh, Katie Van Slyke is one of our uh, our content ambassadors. Um, Justin Rackley from the Guggen Squad. I'm sure you guys are probably familiar yeah. with the Guggen Squad. And none of their Mr. Jim Shockey. They just launched their own uh, Winnie customized by me or by them. So nice. you can win a bow that Jim personally customized. And he actually has a video that he did walking through customizing the bow um the same thing with katie and justin and we're we uh we documented the whole build process of the bow so they can people can see what we did so they, on the bow that they're going to win and we ship the bow to those people and they're going to autograph them oh, and when cool. we draw it at the end of the at the end of month they're going to ship it to them that personally awesome. shipped to him, so it's
3: pretty
1: neat. There's a lot of options on here too. Yeah. How, it is
3: how good how good do both sell when they're in like for instance the Mossy Oak White Country Roots or the, the I guess the whiter camos. The, you know uh, that's, that that was
0: surprising. Too. You know the, that that white is it, it was really popular few years back and it seems yeah. to die off and we're like you know people talking about it we always hear through our customers on social media hey i want a snow camo." so we introduced the brown country roots which is basically country roots with the, over flat dark earth mossy oak pattern so we're like all right let's just try the white out it's been crazy that's just one of those ones that i don't think i could have predicted how well the white country roots did this year Um, I think that, and we have the Woodlands uh, military pattern, just the straight Woodlands old school military. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) It's nuts. That's hands down our number one pattern. It
3: looks even better in person. That is unbelievable.
0: Yeah. It's that, a that phenomenal is. color, and it's nice because it pretty much matches everything, and everybody's so yeah, worried right. about matching their camo to their clothes, and now you can go back to your old school army surplus stuff, and you're all set. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I think that's one of the things for us, at least it's always been, is I, I prefer, I love, don't get me wrong, I love Mossy Oak, I love Realtree, I think we right. all do a great job, but... My whole thing is like for what we do. It's nice to have a solid color because we have no idea what camo we're gonna wear for something. It's always yep, different. And right. if I ever want to snap a cool picture for you guys or whoever, it's you like you got to coordinate a little that. bit. Yeah, like yeah, if you're yeah. if you're taking a professional picture,
1: you can't it should go mossy bow with you know? real tree alpha. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, yeah, yeah they, they don't like that. They don't, don't let us. <laughs> <It just laughs> but that's doesn't. one thing
0: we've had people, and we actually had to put that in our customizer. That you can't mix and match the license camo oh, patterns. That makes sense. That. They yeah. get a little angry with us. So but we, this we... <laughs> this uh, makes this sense.
3: Woodlands is not licensed, correct? No, it is not. It's yeah, military. It's like a straight and it's up. Not a license
0: pattern. So.
3: But you can't take away the thing about the the camo patterns is you can't really say anything bad or take away from opni Fade because yeah. <laughs> no, it looks it sick. A it looks sick. Same with Cryptech. I think these guys. They have their own spot that looks really cool. You guys have been yep. playing with this altitude for a while, actually. weren't you guys like the first ones to launch a bow in the altitude? Yeah, yeah. And it keeps
0: coming back. We've been highlander. We actually just reintroduced uh, altitude on our Carbon Icon DLX this year. Oh, cool. to change up some of the options. We were highlander on the DLX, and that's another one, new change we introduced at the ATA show. Was offering the DLX in the altitude.
3: I'm having a, I, honestly. I'm having a okay. If I put the camels aside and say forget camo for now, I just want solid color. Having a hard time here. These all yeah. look so good: smoke gray, OD green, flat dark earth, which I have always liked. Year. The earth, awesome, yeah. yep. and then black alone yep. looks amazing on this riser. It's just oh wow, a lot of it's options, a hard choice. Man. That's what's
0: yeah. nice. Customers want options, and that's why it's there. You know, and we'll we'll expand that over time as well. Even as we get into twenty twenty one, when we do it with the target bows, um, you know, as a manufacturer, you, you know, you can it's it's tough to offer a ton like that. Um, from an right. operational standpoint, but we want to offer customers uh the patterns that they want. The smoke
3: gray is kind of cool, I'm kind of digging the smoke gray,
0: yeah. You know, and it's pretty cool. We were talking about deadlock a little bit just a minute ago. We have some cool stuff um out in the market. We we're talking about the bow customizer, but we've done it's tax time, you guys are dealing with it. I've I filed mine and we've done some cool things uh with a little uh, little fun uh deadlock tax tips, tax tips. I think. I'm oh, sure yeah. customers have seen it. Um,
3: uh, I'll play one right and, now. Uh,
0: yeah, we've got we've got uh, a cool uh, invite. We're actually going to be launching a, here. I think you've got the first one. We're going to ask customers to uh, give us their tax tips, and we've actually received some already. Um, we've got some fun ones to share with you guys.
3: Yeah, let me go. I'm going to yeah, go we'll play, play this one right, one right, right
0: now. now. Yeah, check go. that out. It's pretty cool.
4: Hey, you guys. Amanda here from Botech. I'm sure you've been seeing the fun yet highly unqualified tax tips we've been putting out. Since we started putting those out, we've been getting a ton of fun ones from you guys. So I just wanted to read today a few of our favorites. If you have to make an appointment to tune your bow like you do to do your taxes, you're probably not shooting a bow with deadlock. You can't always (laughs) count on a big tax return, but with deadlock, you can count on accuracy. Shoot a deadlock bow and leave your point deductions to your accountant. Your deadlock bow will keep you out of the red. Let's hope your tax accountant can too. (laughs) If you can trust your accountant as much as you can deadlock, you'll be fine. (laughs) We know your bow is your baby, but you still can't claim it as a (laughs) dependent. Taxes are one of life's certainties. With deadlock, so is accuracy. Your tax refund plus deadlock equals a killer investment.
1: I love
0: it. I absolutely love it. That's that was good stuff. That's what you know. Everybody. We've had people submitting that too. We've had people here internally. Yeah, getting in on all employees. We've had uh, customers getting into it. So that's we're gonna. We're definitely going gonna to do an invite uh, next week, and then uh, we're going to be having everybody kind of submitting those. And we might pick some winners to win some cool stuff that uh, and feature their tax tips uh, on, get, our, on our uh, website. Funny. I
1: got some good buddies that are CPAs that also do a lot of hunting. Get so them in on it, Honestly, I got to send them that. So so that would be great. Too, They'd so. probably like that. Yeah. That's hilarious.
3: <laughs> but uh, So this yeah, bow right here, this Revolt. Oh, wow. I love that. I love the point that you guys decided to do a bow with such a massive brace height. Like, right? that was, how, how did that come about? Like, how was that decided on?
0: Well, I mean, we play around we're, you know, we're looking at when we're developing bows, we're looking at kind of one, what the market's asking for you know, based on year to year. So we had the Realm SR6 and the Realm SS last year. Um, speed bow, super smooth bow. Now we want to implement in, in the deadlock. Realm and Realm X kind of had lived its life cycle. We said, okay, let's come up with a deadlock boat based on the Realm and the Realm X. So we start playing around with the speed, um, kind of seeing where we want to get on the speed. So we're seeing with the Revolt, we're able to get to that point in the speed, but keep that Brace height up there to be even more forgiving. And we could have probably reduced it even more, Um, but you start, you know, there's a fine line. You guys know, you know, between, you know, Short brace height versus long brace height become unforgiving. Right. Limbs are super parallel on that bow. So, you know, ultimately you'd have to go to a shorter limb. So that was actually kind of the sweet spot there with the bow for, you know, shock in the hand, you know, mitigating all that. Forgiving brace height. Good speeds up at that 335 mark. So it just is kind of where it landed in all the testing and development.
3: And yeah, it's it pretty sweet. And I and just, I feel so. like... I don't know what it is, but I feel like there's something happening. We don't even, like, you and I don't even talk about it. Like, hey, Dave, you don't say, it's not like you're like, hey, Dave, what is it you want to see in a bow? But for some reason, you guys are always putting out something I like in a bow. It's like, this was like, blew my mind when I saw this this year. I was like, are you kidding me? And then when I shot it, I was like, there's no way it's going to be better than that SS. And I was Mm. blown away when I shot this bow. I was like, oh, my gosh. Well,
0: and that's thing. even adding deadlock we don't want to go backwards on a bow. So it's, you know, you got to assess with the draw like that. You know, we just don't want to add deadlock, but make the bow with a crappy draw. Right. Know, like right. No, so we've sense. got to give it the tunability and that smooth draw that everybody's already been accustomed to from the prior year.
3: Yeah. Let's talk a little bit real quick about this clutch grip. So what, mm-hmm. what's our position with this? Is this something that people at some point would be able to, I mean, are you going to sell like colors and options? Like, how's that going to work?
0: Yeah, we have a few color options. You know, we last year was our first year to introduce kind of extended. It came out was the first version was black. So last year we added the, the neon green, flat dark earth, and also a red option in there. Kind of, we did some polling on social media. We always go back to the polling of the customers, and those were the, we gave them like eight options, I think, and those were the top three by far. So we came up with those kind of as our first go around. But now that we're seeing, and we did it with the orbit dampeners as well. And uh, so now we're seeing customers say, oh, you know, I like a pink, I like this. And so now, you know, we'll start looking at adding. We actually just t- kind of pinged around through an email communication the other day. Hey, what, you know, what are we going to do with colors and kind of threw out some ideas there. Right. And even grip heights, we've get, we get, and I prefer that even on my hunting bows, the clutch control with just that little higher grip to it. Yeah. Yep. Um, we've asked, we've had, pe- had people asking for just a little higher grip, maybe another even quarter inch rise in the back. Um, which you know, is something definitely we could take a look at at this point, and they're, and they're fairly easy to do. So you know, we're got one year under. Now we can start, you know, continuing on when we're looking at those little little tweaks and additions to the line, and more cut, like I said, more colors. And,
3: now, um, when you guys play with the ideas like of changing the the clutch control grip size, like you're say you're just messing with it, you guys are like let's play with it, let's do an eighth, let's do whatever. Are you usually mm-hmm. doing something like that, like on a prototype tooling machine, like a, those plastic ones that make them. You know what I mean? Yeah, we do, th- we do 3D printers, 3D printing, so we'll, we'll do
0: drawings and they'll just bust it out on a 3D printer. Just to see I, can't it's show you, I can't show you, but I got this sweet prototype pocket over here.
3: This oh, 3D sweet. Printer. That's um, cool. Has that helped it, a lot in the business, these these 3D it, printers?
0: It does because I, from a marketing standpoint, I have to look at badging and decoration mm. Um, and it's, I can see it in a drawing, but once I get a a hard component in my hands, I can look at, okay, I want a badge right there. I want a logo right
1: here. Yeah. You can see Uh, where your eyes are drawn to it, right? Yeah. Yeah,
3: What areas. So speaking of the clutch grip though, is it going to ever be possible in something that might be down the line or considered to do a wood one?
0: Oh, and we, for us, I mean, we look at, you know, we focus on the bows is the big thing is all, and not, and not. You know, this definitely wood is much more expensive. Yeah, oh, correct. Um so you to kind of factor that. that into the cost of, of the bow. When well, so I was younger
1: though. He said he said no. Well
0: no,
3: I get
1: that. No, <laughs> well, no, not necessarily. You know, and we've done shut that. I'm, it kidding. Down. I'm kidding. I, you got listen, yeah. you just gotta understand Dave. You sometimes you just gotta oh, shut I him down. Dave, <laughs> shut <laughs> him down Thanks everybody, and, you know, I appreciate it. We've got to- <laughs> we've got to keep the aftermarket
0: guys in business, too. There's a bunch of good grip companies out there, so we got to make sure they get a little I'm up. joking. So. But a
1: nice ma- mahogany would be Well, awesome. no, 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 no. And, and Maybe that's a okay. walnut?
3: That's what I'm asking, because when, I just remember being younger, <laughs> and um, I used to remember when I went to buy a bow, they'd always have an accessory. It wasn't made by the company generally, but it right. would be like the yeah. wood grip. Right. And it would be like $90. It wasn't cheap, yeah. but it was beautiful. Yeah. But
1: it looks cool. It right? looked amazing. Yeah.
3: It was like yeah. a rosewood. And, right. like, you know, and that, mm-hmm. I was just wondering if it's something that, you know, so you're saying that people could make that wood. It might yeah, be I've, seen,
0: I've seen out there, I think I just saw on Facebook the other day, there's a couple of companies that are offering, and it snaps on and off, wow. just like the one we have, So, it's, oh. but it's wood.
3: Oh, it's perfect. What about is yeah. anything like, um, just throwing it out there, but any other kind of materials that could be considered, like carbon or anything like that, or titanium?
1: Oh, I mean, you can. I mean, you can do anything. when you gold, get into metals, metals gold, are easy to, gold, to machine.
0: You know, diamond. Um, yeah, diamond. There you go, diamond. The diamond line makes no. yeah. diamond across. Yeah, 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 there you go. You got to put a little antler. You get a little little Ooh, uh, antler, antler one. You Ooh, cool. you know, I actually I like
1: that idea. That's a great idea. That would be yeah.
3: Um, all right, right. So let's move on to this other. Let's let's look at that. So we got the revolt and revolt axe. The axe is going to be a little bit um, faster, correct? Yeah, a little longer at
0: axle-axle. A little faster just because of the shorter brace size, so it's about 5 feet per second faster. Um, but and it's intended for somebody that, you know, maybe a Western hunter, they don't necessarily want, and again, a personal preference. Some, yeah. some shooters don't like a super short bow, vice versa. Um, they like a little more stability in that 3 inches of axle-to-axle. Maybe the Western hunter that needs a little more speed, a little further distance. Again, the Revolt necessarily isn't, you know, isn't any less accurate, but people want that little peace of mind. That's just that five feet per second makes a difference too, for them. Yeah. Um, kind of personal preference thing. We want to be able to have something for everyone.
3: So then we, then we go to the reckoning, which was a bow made for yep. target slash 3d and probably maybe some hunting pen who wants it. Right. Yeah, we
0: actually, we have a lot of people buy that for hunting. It's a great crossover, bow. we actually offer all those extended colors in the reckoning now as well that we offer in the revolt, the revolt, revolt X, um i was on the fence i almost hunted with that one last year i ended up shooting my realm sr6 but i was i had one set up um ready to go i just it was really torn
1: um, <laughs> that's the worst I, I wanted
0: a little extra speed for elk hunting so i just i uh i just added you know i went with sr6 as well too we came out the reckoning 38 this year i uh, launched that in november um, made sure we were able to, to get that out for, for target shooters before the season really got going. Right. Took that reckoning uh, with the deadlock technology, extended it out. That's what customers asked us for, was a longer axle-to-axle indoor shooting. Um, I know you guys are all about the target shooting as well. So um, Paige Pierce just won two of the biggest events in archery with her reckoning 38. She won nice. the uh, the indoor world finals. In Vegas, so that shot on the Saturday night, she won that in the head-to-head shoot-off, and uh, on Sunday she won the Vegas, uh, won Vegas uh, World Championship, basically without even a shoot-off. She shot wow. a perfect 900. <laughs> wow! Which Holy cow. For the wow. ladies, is pretty rare. I think there's only five ladies in history that have done. Wow.
3: That, so. It must have been, like been the bow. No, it must have been the bow.
1: It's all the bow. It right was only here. the bow. Sorry, Paige. Where else can you get that consistency? You know what I mean? Yeah. That's amazing. That's, that yep. is really cool.
3: That is really cool. Do you think she could have did that with, like, the conversions? <laughs> no, Non-target? no, She's
0: told me the reckoning. I, 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 she constantly texts me how great that reckoning is. And the funny thing about the reckoning 38, when I sent her that bow, it uh, I I always, you know, for the shooters, I just check them out before they leave. and Yeah, I, yeah. I honestly, the cams were when they built them. The cams were set to zero where they were supposed to be. She set the bow up, set the center shot, and shot a bullet hole through paper. Her <laughs> first shot. Wow. Um, and then you know, obviously they do their little tweaks, but she yeah. she texted me right away and said, "I a bullet hole out of the gate." I you know, I just didn't spend any time on it really. So <laughs> what awesome.
3: what color did she get?
0: Um, now she's shooting that performance blue. Last year, and we introduced oh. that actually because of her. Um, the, like the lighter powder blue performance blue, um, she was shooting white prior to that until she was asking me for a, more of a ladies color, not pink, obviously. Cause ladies are getting tired of pink. <laughs> right. Um, so she asked for a blue and, and kind of a backstory of Paige is watching this. She's probably la- will laugh at me. I sent her that bow and I, either I forgot or she did, she didn't hear me, but I think it was more, I forgot. I told her not to show it yet. Um, and she, oh. she did some Instagram photos of her taking that out of the box. And then we got lit up oh, on, and the sales and customer service department ordering that color. Yep. Our sales guys panicked. They didn't even know we had that color. And I'm like, Oh guess we're offering performance blue now. Somebody's in trouble. Hey, what a great,
1: what, what a great marketing. Oh, man. Wonder why <laughs> <if laughs> I didn't hear from you for like a month. Yeah, yeah my uh, yeah, the
0: sales director wasn't happy with it, but when he yeah. started seeing the
3: the number of orders, well, yeah. it was okay. Hey, but it's sometimes like those surprises pay <laughs> off. It's like Chick Fil A or I mean? Sonic, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sonic advertised yeah. in Michigan for years before they even came here. Then the remember whole, that? And yeah, the lines were like. Then all once it
1: got here, nobody goes anymore. The, the you don't don't have can't to, have it, so have I want it. We're yeah. the same yeah. way
0: when we hit our yeah. way. So.
3: you hit Chick-fil-A, and then <laughs> the thing about it right now is the thing is that Todd did that on purpose. That was made on purpose.
1: What? <laughs> yeah, I was just trying to figure just, what was that? Oh, what, I don't what know what was that, that is. Chicken sandwich that came out that was competing Popeyes? with Chick-fil-A. Yeah, pop the Popeyes, Popeyes, Popeyes one. Yeah. That thing blew. Popeyes oh the right man, way. there is yeah, anyway. But yeah, I think we all we all think you did that on purpose. We know you did it on purpose. That's the ATM was gonna
0: say we uh yeah. <laughs> You guys mentioned Chick fil A at the ATA. We ended up getting, I think, Chick fil A almost every day during the show for our lunches. Nobody awesome. <laughs> yeah. ever has it on. We, no, don't, we don't
3: have it in Michigan either. So I was just in Florida for vacation, and my wife made me go there like three times, like literally. I'm like, I'm kind of sick of Chick fil A, but no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> we even had Detroit Airports got it. That's like literally yeah, the only Yeah, I was going to say, percent. there's like one, and one, or there's two one two being built 20. right now by us. Yeah, yeah. correct. It's sure. going to be off the hook, though, yeah. when it gets done. It's get going to be ridiculous. Nice. Perfect.
1: They better do online ordering. <laughs> yeah, pick up. Just drive yeah, like a Chipotle. Exactly. Just Pick up. Do and... exactly.
3: you guys got Chipotle out in Oregon? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Chipotle. Yep. Oh, yeah. Cadoba? Uh,
0: it's
3: like a Chipotle. I don't think so. Yeah. I've heard
0: of it, yeah, but I don't think we do. Mm, it's
3: not that good. It's not as good, no. It's definitely <laughs> not as good. It's
0: not Chipotle where you get the big trash bag
3: food. Do you have Bojangles? Nope. Oh, yeah, it's nope. South. I yeah, know it's that one, yeah, southern. I know. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right. So. Back to work. We, <laughs> so we got I'm the Reckoning. Now it's dinner time, right? Still got the Realms. We still got the Realms. So those are still in get the get Yeah, Star so Six. we
0: have the Realm SR6, the Realm SS. We, uh, the Realm X and the Realm are out of the line this year okay. just because the, the Revolt and the Revolt X replaced those both. So, convergence um, still there.
3: and that's Convergence
0: be... is big because we, uh, it's been great for us, especially at that price point. We, we just introduced two more colors on that one as well um we introduced an od green roots so it's similar Ooh, to that white roots and cool. brown roots but it's on an od green base um and also we offer it in flat dark earth
3: oh that looks really good now i see it that's cool wow that's a nice nice options there for that that's a great bow i i, I think people underestimate sometimes if they don't have a ton of money don't want to spend a lot this bow has so much to offer with flexibility and what it can fit oh, absolutely and unbelievable bow to be honest that was a great and that you know it's
0: 599 you know msrp you can't yeah, beat that
3: <laughs> no is that can you get that bow in a kit yeah yep sure can how much does it go up for the kit
0: uh i think about a 100 bucks
3: okay cool yeah that's what yeah, i'm saying it's yeah. unbelievable uh so still got the bt mag x huh
0: we do we gotta have something in there for for the big draw links. uh um, oh. we haven't adapted we've got, we do have a lot of people asking for that on the reckoning thirty eight. So you, you know, we're taking a look at that maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um Tim Gillingham has been big on the BT Mag X. He's won a lot of stuff with that. Um he likes it. He just he just switched over to the Reckoning thirty eight because he can get it into that draw length. But um there's still a lot of popularity in that MAGX, so that's why we kept it in that
3: line. Uh and then still the carbon Icon. Uh, specialist
0: two. Came out with the Specialist Two this year, um, which we re- launched the Medalist last year in the Diamond line. A lot of popularity in there. Um, not a ton of target shooters in the in the Diamond consumer, so we moved it over to the oh, the go BoTech to. line, called it the Specialist Two, added the clutch grip and the orbit dampener to it, ah. um, and an affordable price. So the draw, so you get that huge draw length range in it, um, and then you're at that that you know sub eight hundred dollar price point for target yep. bow.
3: Very yeah cool. we got that one that was fun to play with that was yeah
0: nice that's right yeah you guys did a great review on yeah, i was just thinking i'm like <laughs> which
3: bow is he talking about oh yeah 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 now i got it yeah that bow is great yep. that's a great bow yeah so i don't know man it's a great lineup i don't i don't know yes. there's a lot going on over there <laughs> you guys got a lot going on it keep,
0: yeah it keeps us hopping you know we're, we're looking at 2021 now we've got 2020 behind us it's it's full steam ahead yeah so i can't imagine. Got, got some, Fun stuff coming out for 2021. So, oh, can't wait
1: to some see some of that, that stuff. You yeah. want to turn your camera to to your to your left apple <laughs> yeah. there on the I table gotta or what? Sure, I
0: got make sure all my drawings. are put away <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute! What's that behind you? I'm just
3: kidding. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's, 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 those
1: are my. That's my rule. Revol- <laughs> <laughs> oh, the drawing board on the bed. No, I'm just kidding.
3: So, hey, tell <laughs> us uh, real quick uh, how's things going with the live feeds and everything? Because I know you guys are probably one of the only companies so... that do so much in the live. Yeah, uh, you guys sec- do a lot. Segment.
1: Yeah, I see you guys pop up all the time on my Facebook.
3: Yeah. Yeah, we were we were hitting it pretty heavy
0: uh, going into last year. We we uh, not really slacked off. We slowed down a little bit on it. We did a couple changes in our on our, our content uh, resources side. We actually brought on a, a new uh, new gal, Amanda Riley, um, a couple months ago. Actually, ATA show just about that time we brought her on, and she's full steam ahead right now creating content. We brought back uh, Tech Talk with Dog, our good old Rod Doggett. Cool. He's, he's everybody's Love that. favorite.
3: Yeah,
0: it's great. Show. Um, we're gonna do. We have a lot. A lot more new things on the docket this year, too, as far as where we're going with our live content. We still have our guys, Whitetail101, Jeremy Starks, our biologist. Uh, chef Collins, of, uh, the outdoor chef, is doing a lot of cool things oh, there, cool. too. We've well. had
1: him in studio before. Yep, yep. Yep, oh, you know Chef. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's been great. here. He sat he's sat right here. Great,
3: great stuff. He didn't cook for us. I, I know, but I remember, I'll never
1: forget the conversation we had about sous vide. Sous vide. We, we, had, we had such a good conversation about uh, it was Great.
3: <laughs> it's in kevin's rv mm-hmm. but the savi mm-hmm. is unbelievable it's just the type Savid, of way you, yeah you mm-hmm. and so it. you
0: know we have a couple of cool things on the drawing board right now that we you know we hope to get launched here before we get into hunting season so got some fun stuff some new stuff that we're going to be doing so. awesome
1: i'm excited yeah. to see what you guys come up with so cool all right yeah, uh,
3: so anything else anything we missed Man, no, it's crazy. It's been
0: great, Um, you know, especially, you know, and that's one thing even with our content we're talking about, uh, we call it user-generated content. You guys know what it is, is, you know, we create a lot of content, but we want to give consumers the ability to create some fun content. Um, You know, we got the text text, uh, tips coming out here. We've got some cool stuff coming out on how easy Deadlock makes your life. What other things, you know, if if any, ever things in your life were as easy as deadlock, just imagine. <laughs> so we've got some cool things out there that we're going to invite consumers to to put together some little things like that. We, we I think we're going to try to launch that one next week as well. Awesome. So. Look
3: yeah, I got, to it. I said had an idea come in my head. I guess got to write it down because, you know, it's no, – And I, and I think paper.
0: somebody mentioned there might be a Bigfoot sighting in some of these too. So, <laughs> you know,
3: so. I love it. Oh, man, I can't find my piece of paper. It's going to write down my idea. It's probably, it. behind, it's probably behind that bone. Yeah, boat I know. The <laughs>
1: <over> there. <laughs> Ooh, this yeah, there you go. Right at, oh, you got right a napkin? <laughs> uh,
3: this is for Todd Leder. This guy, yeah. You know, you keep talking. I'm just gonna no, I No, I just want to You're see. making me forget it because no, you're, you're
1: still talking. That's, listen, that listen, shape I, is not I, appropriate for kids. I know what you going to Tim's going to be I don't like, know what you're writing over there but that is not that's not something we can show on TV. Probably the corniest thing you've ever done. <laughs> No, it's simple. Simple marketing, guys. See doing bow drawings? No, goggles? it's part of the idea that you guys
3: are talking about. Oh my gosh, the camera's on me. I'm writing that down. I love Get, it. Off Get, off Get off me. Get off me. Get off me, camera. Same over. over. You can't see I love it. it. <laughs> All right, Todd.
0: So, yeah, you can get your whole team in on that, man. We'll get that launch. I'd like to see what you guys come up with, too. Oh, that's
3: why I was writing it. I got an idea. It came in my head, popped in. No boom will understand after I get him on the camera. Make him look like the fool. <laughs> yep.
1: I can't look
3: like a fool. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right, Todd. <laughs> Bowtecharchery.com. Check it out. Make sure you guys check out the Revolt or your local dealer, because I'm telling you guys, it is an amazing bow. And uh, I will definitely have that in my hands this year at some point. So oh, very yeah, exciting. Thanks, Todd. Appreciate it, man. Alright, thanks guys. Take care, time. man.
1: Nice talking to you. Later. Have a good day.